by checking a diary that she kept for many years. For some of her personal memories, we consulted our own records documenting the testing of her memory. At a subsequent interview, she correctly remembered the dates for all of our previous interviews and the details about the questions we had asked about her recall of past events. After we were convinced that Price's mental diary-like abilities were real, we wanted to know whether this skill extended to other aspects of remembering. We determined that she does not have a photographic memory, that is, she does not recall the minutest details of daily experience. She has trouble remembering which of her keys goes into which lock. She makes a list of things she needs to do. She also does not excel in memorizing facts by rote. Price does have immediate recall of the day of the week for any date in her life after she was about 11 years old. Her recall is distinguished by highly organized, readily accessible, and accurate memories of most of the days of her life from pre-adolescence onward. Until Price walked into our lab, this particular type of memory, which we call highly superior autobiographical memory, or HSAM, had never been studied. We are now delving further into the psychological and biological roots of HSAM in the hope that an understanding of these processes may provide more general insight into the processes underlying memory. For several years, we referred to Jill Price with the fictitious initials AJ because she did not wish to be identified. After publishing a paper on her extraordinary memory in 2006, our work gained national attention. We then appeared on national public radio on April 19th and 20th, 2006. Price, who had decided to come out of the shadows, subsequently published a memoir, The Woman Who Can't Forget, in 2008. Following that publicity, other individuals who thought that they have or might have similar memory abilities contacted us. After putting them through the rigors of testing, we identified five additional HSAM subjects. On December 19, 2010, these five individuals appeared on 60 Minutes. Within hours of the episode's airing, we received dozens of emails from potential subjects, and within days, many hundreds had reached our inboxes. We contacted many of these people by telephone and tested them by asking them about sporting and political events, famous people, holidays, airplane crashes, and other notable incidents. We also began a more formal testing procedure at our center, recruiting several dozen control subjects of similar ages to that of the superior memory group, and both groups contained the same proportion of males and females. During the testing, a few of those who claimed to have exceptional memories performed more poorly than the controls, clearly believing that you have SAM does not make it so. The 40 or so subjects who did perform well then received, along with the control group, an additional test in which they had to identify the day of the week for each of 10 randomly selected dates along with a newsworthy event that occurred on or near those dates, as well as something that had happened to them on that date. As a group, the prospective HSAM subjects very significantly outperformed the controls on all components of this test. Eleven of the highest-performing subjects then came to our lab at UC Irvine for further testing. They were first asked to answer questions about five personal experiences that we were able to verify events such as their first day at university and elementary school, 
their 18th birthday celebration, the address and description of their first residence after leaving home, and the date of their last final exam in college. The 11 potential HSAM subjects outperformed the controls by a wide margin, registering an overall score of 85% in responding to these queries, compared with only 8% for controls. We concluded that these 11 subjects, who ranged in age from 27 to 60, very clearly had HSAM. We also tried to distinguish the HSAM group from others by administering a battery of lab memory tests. HSAM subjects performed better than the controls in only two of eight tests, one associating names with faces and another checking recall of visual objects. For both tests, however, the scores for the two groups overlapped considerably. A few other qualities distinguished the HSAM group.